Bob Novak. How are you doing today? Not bad, thank you. Good. Well, again, I'm Gavin with Lawrence.com, and just doing a little brief interview with you in conjunction with your sure. appearance at the Dole Center on the 30th. You'll be there primarily, from what I understand, discussing your book. That's correct. Right. Prince of Darkness, 50 Years of Reporting in Washington. And I was just curious... You have a lot of different names, and you've accrued a lot of different names over the years reporting in Washington. For example, Prince of Darkness, also been called Paleoconservative, I believe was coined, uh, if not specifically for you, then directed at you. Novacula was another one that I heard. And just wondering, what do you prefer to be called? Well, uh, I don't care what you call me much, but... (laughs) (laughs) The Prince of Darkness was given to me many years ago uh, by uh, 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 a friend of mine that worked for the Washington Post. I was covering the Center for the Wall Street Journal in 1959. I was 28 years old, and, and uh, he commented, we, uh, we'd have to sit there and wait for the Senate to finish every night before we could leave, and we had discussions about things that he... He commented with a gloomy view I took of things, and uh, he said, you know, you know, back, he said, you're really the Prince of Darkness. <laughs> and that uh, that name kind of uh, spread around, and uh, a lot of people don't like my uh, uh, economic philosophy and other philosophy. I uh, started to call me that as an epithet, and I thought it would be a good name for the for the book. Uh, the, uh, uh, the, the second thing, a paleoconservative, paleoconservatives, uh, are uh, supposed to be, uh, some of them take the name proudly. They're, they're people who uh, believe in uh, uh, against the global economy. They're uh, for protectionism. They're uh, for restricted immigration. Uh, they're uh, far right-wing on all those issues. Uh, I'm, um, I love the global economy. I'm a free trader, and I'm for free immigration. So how could I be a paleoconservative? That's just a, a misnomer. And the Novaculus is something that uh, was uh, is put out by the uh, the nuts who go on the internet to attack <laughs> me on the uh, Valerie Plame case. I don't even know what it means, but I don't care. <laughs> I believe it's just a play on the uh, phrase Dracula. Yeah, it just kind of fits. It goes well with some photoshopped images I've seen. But and I'm wondering, uh, are you at all upset that Richard Pearl is competing with you for the title of Prince of Darkness? Oh no, he isn't competing with me. He. Uh, he admits that uh, that was a mistake made by many many years ago, when a uh, when we were both young and a British prominent British uh, politician, member of Parliament, uh, member of the government, uh, mistook uh, him for me and uh, called him the Prince of Darkness. He knows that that's my total title, not his. <laughs> You, you seem to actually embrace these sorts of uh, epithets, if you can call them epithets. Only, only Prince of Darkness. Only the Prince of Darkness. Don't. Okay, all right. <laughs> Another one that has been circulating, and I'd like to get your response to it. John Stewart from The Daily Show has affectionately, I think, or maybe not so affectionately, referred to you as the douchebag of liberty. And I'm wondering... Who, who is John Stewart? <laughs> the Daily Show. Well, I don't. I don't know what that is. Oh uh, well, it's a, a comedy. I know. I'm. 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 Okay. I'm, okay. I'm, uh, I never watch it, and uh, I don't comment on them, and I have no use for them. Just uh, so far as not specifically to that allegation, but to John Stewart as sort of a media I have no phenomenon. I'm not. I have no interest in John Stewart. Well, he has been sort of held no, up. I, you don't get what I'm saying. I, I don't. I don't talk about John Stewart, and I. I don't watch him, and I don't comment on him. So you don't think that he is, in fact, sort of a juxtaposition against your I don't, your think, th- I can, I don't think I made myself clear, did I? 
Well, I, was, I don't talk about them. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Moving on. One thing I did want to ask you about, though, is that I read that you're supporting Ron Paul. No, right? I'm not. I'm not supporting anybody. You're not supporting anybody. Uh, but I, I'll get your. Where'd you read that? Online. Online. See, the thing is, there's so much bullshit on the uh, on the internet about misinformation that uh, that's one of the real problems with uh, with life in the 21st century. Mm-hmm. I I've been I've been doing interviews of my book and people. Uh, bring up things. Uh, somebody said I uh, some comment I made uh, to Keith Olbermann. I've never met Keith Olbermann in my life. Never, never been on his program. Never talked about him. And uh, they, they said, "Where'd you get it?" And they said, "I saw it on the internet." Well, that's why I'm asking you to yeah. get it verified. What do you think about this trend of online reporting and blogging versus what you talk about in your books, the 50 years of reporting that you've done? Well, in Washington? I'm just glad I'm. I don't. Uh, I'm not going to be around much longer. to have to see what happens because it's, uh, I think it's a very bad trend. It's people go on the uh, on the internet and they blog and they don't do any uh, any reporting. They don't do any fact checking and they just uh, such as me supporting Ron Paul and uh, mm-hmm. uh, talking to Keith Olbermann. It's just there's just a mass of misinformation. Um, there's uh, all kinds of mistakes made on uh, on uh, on the internet and. Uh, mistakes made about me and about everybody else. Mm-hmm. But we'll go back to the Republican presidential field at large and get your opinion on the fact that Ron Paul, for example, is just doing so well, in fact, with the online community and outraised Mike Huckabee and uh, Sam Brownback, who just dropped out today. What do you think of the Republican field as it stands right now? I think, Are, it's, I think it's pretty weak. Yeah. Uh, there's not anybody who's really captured uh, much uh, attention of everybody. I think uh, I like Ron Paul. He's a, he's a good man. He's not going to be nominated. And, uh, um, and he is, of course, he doesn't do very well in the, in the, uh, either in the national polls or in the state polls in the important states. Um, I, uh, I like his position on the war mm-hmm. and he's the only Republican who takes the same position on the war that I do. And, uh, but, um, uh, he's not going anywhere, and I think it's a pretty weak feel. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there's still room for somebody else to get in, like no, a Newt Gingrich, or is it too late? I don't, I don't think, I can't think of anybody. Yeah. Gingrich is not going to get in. Yeah. And so, on the flip side of that, do you think Hillary Clinton is inevitable, both for the nomination and for the White House? Nothing's inevitable. She's in a very strong position, though. Yeah. Do you foresee any sort of upset happening, like maybe an Edwards or an Obama surprising sure, her in Iowa? Sure, she could, she could lose in Iowa, and then the whole thing could come undone. That's, that's not probable, but it's possible. Mm-hmm. Going back to the Iraq War, and you agreeing with at least Ron Paul's position on the Iraq War, do you see that as kind of a, going back to the paleoconservative title that uh, you have earned justly or unjustly, is there a, a cleft within the Republican Party regarding the Iraq War and Bush's foreign policy in general? Is there a what? I'm sorry. Is there a division in the Republican Party between traditional conservatives and the quote-unquote neoconservatives? Um, well, as you said several things. First place, let me go back to the paleoconservative. Right. Uh, just let me repeat myself. A paleoconservative is a, a protectionist, uh, 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 anti-globalist, anti-immigration, I'm none of those, so I can't be called a, a paleoconservative. Mm. Uh, is there a split in the uh, Republican Party on the war? Well, majority of the people in the Republican Party support the uh, invasion of Iraq. 
I don't think many of them are happy with the way the war has been con- conducted, uh, and I don't think they're too happy about uh, about nation building. Uh, is there uh, uh, is there some uh, discontent with the with the neoconservatives who uh, who promoted the uh, the policy in Iraq? I would think there's some some split on that issue. Yes. Mm. And do you think that Iraq and Bush's foreign policy in general is going to be an albatross around the Republicans ne- next year? Well, it doesn't help, in my opinion. Uh, I think the, Rep- the Republicans are sticking with him, but the Republicans, he's lost a lot of support on other issues, uh, too much spending, uh, scandal. Uh, uh, he's lost heavily on the immigration issue. Um, so there's uh, he's got a lot of problems besides Iraq. Mm-hmm. And as it stands right now, a Giuliani or a Mitt Romney is not really going to be able to... Uh, shall we say, capitalize on Bush's legacy? Capitalize on his legacy, you mean take advantage of Yeah, him? like uh, campaigning as a Bush Republican. Well, no, of course not. Yeah. How are they going to manage that? Because in the primaries, they're trying to get as close to his policies as possible without explicitly, you know, saying that they're close with Bush. But uh, they're, you know, courting the Republican primary voters by being as aggressive in foreign policy as they can be. But how are they going to be able to transition into a well, general election? Bush is very unpopular in the country. So we have a situation where uh, uh, you have an incumbent president who is not running for re-election. It was very unpopular. And what do the people in his party do? They run away from him. This, this happens uh, in many, many uh, occasions. It happened in... Uh, in uh, 1952, when Truman was very unpopular, and they, uh, they, uh, the candidate was Stevenson, he ran away, ran away from him. Which it happened 1968 when uh, uh, Johnson was very unpopular, and the candidate Humphrey uh, uh, was his vice president. He almost had to run away from him. So uh, those are that's a, that is always a a problem. Uh, I don't think that the that the Republicans are trying to get as close to Bush as possible. I think they're trying to stay away from him as much as possible. But of course, there are certain principles and and issues in the Republican Party that they uh, uh, that they uh, 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 that they naturally support. And uh, by coincidence, those are the positions that uh, President Bush has taken. Mm-hmm. Switching gears a little bit. <laughs> Have you seen any advanced word on Valerie Plame's upcoming book? No. No. And I'm wondering, have you heard anything about how you are portrayed in the book? No. No. You do deal with Valerie Plame and the resulting story around it and your involvement in it in Prince of Darkness. Yes. And uh, I assume you'll be at least touching on that when you're speaking here in Lawrence? Well, if anybody asks about it, I'll answer it, but they, it can read in the book. Right. And I'm wondering... You said that, and I've, I've seen that, you don't regret anything that you've written, and you don't regret how you were involved with the Valerie Plame story. But I'm wondering, do you regret at all that this has become such a defining part of your own legacy and your own story? Well, I hope it's not defining, and uh, 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 I do regret that uh, some people may think it's defining. Mm-hmm. And I guess, uh, so you don't think that by printing her name in your column that you did anything wrong? No. No. And do you, think that, do you think that Matt Cooper and some of the other journalists who nearly went to jail or did go to jail, do you think that that was, I don't know, uh, fair? No, of course not. It was ridiculous. Yeah. 
So you see this as a First Amendment issue and uh, freedom yeah. of the press. Yeah. <laughs> and in your book, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you do call Joseph Wilson an asshole. Well, that's. I think that's a. a, uh, a did you read the book? I did not. I did well, not. I, I read it. Why don't you read the book and you'll find out about it? I'd like to. I would like okay. to. But it just it generally. And that speaking. is not. That is. Uh, that is that is a, a distortion of what what's in the book, but uh, but I but it's a, it's on the you don't have to hunt for it if you get a if you get a copy of the book it's on page one of the uh, <laughs> of the of the book and uh, and you'll see what I did right 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 back to Wilson just real quick do you think that you were played at all by the White House as no. a pawn in a smear campaign no no you don't and do you think that Karl Rove was as part of an orchestrated effort no. trying to leak her name. No. No. Not at all. Okay. But that's all in the book. Right, right, right. So do you consider this a closed chapter, so to speak, yes. uh, in your life, in your yes. career? Yes. Yes. So what are you focusing on right now? I'm focusing on hoping this interview ends soon. <laughs> 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 we're getting there. We're getting there. And also, you are speaking at the Dole Center, and I wonder if you have a personal relationship with Robert Dole. Uh, that's, a, that's an interesting question. A personal relationship. What does that mean? Well, are, are you friends with him outside no. of just being you know, no. a journalist? No. no. Okay. And have you been to Kansas much before? Uh, occasionally. I, I'm 76 years old, so I've been everywhere. <laughs> well, I think that's about it, Mr. Okay. Novak. I really appreciate your time, and have a You're good day. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Bye.